Cantos 22-24 of Book 3 of the Ramayan of Balmiki Translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om123 Canto 22 Kara's Red Roosed by the taunting words she spoke, The mighty Kara's Red awoke, And there, while giants got him round, in these fierce words an utterance found. I cannot, peerless one, contain Mine anger at this high disdain, Galling assault when sprinkled over The rawness of a bleeding sore. Rama and little count I hold, Weak man whose days are quickly told, The caitiff with his life to-day, For all his evil deeds shall pay. Dry, sister, Dry each needless tear, stint thy lament and banish fear. For Rama and his brother go this day to Yama's realm below. My warrior's ex shall stretch him slain, ere set of sun upon the plain. Then shall thy sated lips be red with his warm blood in torrent shed. As Kara speech the demon heart. With sudden joy her heart was teared. She fondly praised him as the boast and glory of the giant host. First moved to Aya by taunts and stings, now suited by gentle flatterings to Dushan, who his armies led, the demon Kara spoke and said, Friend from the host of giants call, full fourteen thousand, best of all, slaves of my will of fearful might, who never turned their backs in fight. Fiends who rejoice to slay and mar, dark as the clouds of autumn are, make ready quickly, O oh my friend, my chariot and the bows I bend. My swords, my shafts of brilliant sheen, my diverse lances long and keen, on to the battle will I lead these heroes of Pulestia's seed. And does, O famed for Wallach's skill, Rama, my wicked foreman, kill. He spoke, and ere his speech was done, His chariot glittering like the sun, Yoked and announced by Dushan's care, With dappled steeds was ready there. High as a pig from marrow rent, It bond with golden ornament, The pole of ledulite of gold, where the bright wheels whereon it rolled, with gold and moonstone blazoned over, fish, flowers, trees, rocks, the panels bore, auspicious birds embossed thereon, and stars in costly emblems shone. Over flashing swords his banner hung, and sweet bells ever tinkling swung, that mighty host with sword and shield, and war was ready for the field. And Kara saw, and Dushan cried, Fought to the fight, ye giants, ride. Then banners waved, and shield and sword Flashed as the host obeyed its lord. From Janastan they sallied out, With eager speed and din and shout, Armed the maze for close attacks, To build the spear, the battle axe, Steel cord and club that flashed afar, his bow and sword and scimitar. The dirt to pierce, the bolt to strike, 
the murderous bludgeon, lance, and pike, so fought from Jonastan intent, on Kara's will, the monsters went. He saw their awful march not far, behind the host he drove his car, where of his master's will to speed, the driver urged its gold-dead steed. Then fought the warrior's courser spring, and with tumultuous murmur rang, its distant quarter of the sky, and realms that intermediate lie. High and more high within his breast, his pride triumphant rose, while terrible as death he pressed, onward to slay his foes. More swiftly yet, as on they fled, he cried in thundering tones, loud as a cloud, that overhead hails down a flood of stones. Canto twenty-three, The Omens As fought upon its errand went, that huge, ferocious armament, an awful cloud in dust and gloom, which threatening thunders from its oomb, poured in sad augury a flood, of rushing water mixed with blood. The monarch steeds, though strong and fleet, stumbled and fell, and yet their feet passed over the bed of flowers that lay, fresh gathered on the royal way. No gleam of sunlight struggled through the sombre pale of midnight hue, edged with a line of bloody red, like whirling torches overhead, a vulture fierce of mighty sage, terrific with his cruel eyes, Parched on the stuff and reached with gold, whence hung the flag in many a fold. Each ravening bird, its beast of prey, where Genestan's wild tickets lay, rose with a long discordant cry, and gathered as the host went by. And from the south, long, wild, and shrill, came spirit voices boarding ill, like elephants in frantic mood. Vast clouds terrific, sable-hued, Hid all the sky wherever they bore, Their load of water mixed with gore. Above, below, around were spread, Thick shades of darkness, strange and dread, Nor could the wildered glance descry A point or quarter of the sky. Then came over heaven a sanguine hue, Though evening's flush not yet was due. While each ill-omened bird that flies Assailed the king with harshest cries. There screamed the vulture and the crane, And the loud jackal shrieked again. Each hideous thing that bodes aright Disaster in the coming fight, With gaping mouth that hissed and flamed, The ruin of the host proclaimed. Eclipse untimely reft away The brightness of the lord of day, and near his side was seen to glow a maze-like comet boding woe. Then, while the sun was lost to view, a mighty wind arose and blew, and stars, like fireflies, shed their light, nor waited for the distant night. The lilies drooped, the brooks were dried, the fish and birds that swarmed them died, and every tree that was so fair with flower and fruit was stripped and bare. The wild wind ceased, yet raised on high, dark clouds of dust involved the sky. In doleful twitter long sustained, the restless sarikas complained, 
and from the heavens with flash and flame terrific meteors roaring came odd to her deep foundation shook with rock and tree and plain and brook as cut out with triumphant shout borne in his chariot sallied out his left arm dropped he knew full well that omen and his visage fell each awful sign the giant viewed and sudden tears his eye bedewed care on his brow sat chill and black yet mad with wrath he turned not back upon each fearful sight that raised the shuddering hair the chieftain gazed and laughing in his senseless pride thus to his giant legions cried by sense of mightier strength are born these feeble signs i laugh to scorn i could bring down the stars that shine in heaven with these keen shafts of mine impelled by warlike fury i could cause even death himself to die i will not seek my home again until my pointed shafts have slain this ragu's son so fierce in pride and lakshman by his brother's side and she my sister she for whom these sons of ragu meet their doom she with delighted lips shall drain the lifeblood of her foreman slain fear not for me i never have known defeat in battle overthrown fear not for me o giants true are the proud words i speak to you the king of gods who rules on high if while their abbot bore him nigh should fall before me bold in hand and shall these two my wrath withstand he ended and the giant host who heard their chief's triumphant boast rejoiced with equal pride elate and tingled in the news of fate then met on high in bright array with eyes that longed to see the fray god and gandharva sage and saint with beings pure from outly taint blessed for good works aforetime wrought does each to other spake his thought now joy to brahmins joy to kine and all whom old count half divine may ragu's offspring slay in fight polestia's sons who roam by night in words like these and more the best of high-souled saints their hopes expressed bending their eager eyes from where carborne with gods they rode in air beneath them stretching far they viewed the giants that doomed multitude they saw where oused with fury far before the host rolled kara's car and close beside their leader came twelve giant peers of might and fame four other chiefs before the rest behind their leader dushan pressed impetuous cruel dark and dread all thirsting for the fray the hosts of giant warriors sped onward upon their way with eager speed they reached the spot where dwelt a princely two like planets in a league to blot the sun and moon from view canto twenty four the host in sight while kara arsed by valiant rays drew near that little hermitage those wondrous signs in art and sky smote on each princess watchful eyes 
when Ramasau do signs of war, fraught with destruction to the foe, with bold impatience cause suppressed, his brother chief he does addressed. These fearful signs, my brother bold, which threaten our foes, behold, all laden as they strike the view, which ruin to the fiendish crew. The angry clouds are gathering fast, their scots with dusty gloom overcast, and harsh with loud voice thunder rain, take drops of blood upon the plain. See, burning for the coming fight, my shafts with wreaths of smoke are white, and my great bow embossed with gold, troughs eager for the master's hold. Each bird that through the forest flies, sends out its melancholy cries. All signs foretell the dangerous strife, the jeopardy of limb and life. Each sight, each sound, gives warning clear, that foemen meet and death is near. But courage, valiant brother, well, the travings of mine arm foretell, that ruin waits the hostile powers, and triumph in the fight is ours. I hail the welcome omen, thou, art bright of face and clear of brow, for Lakshman, when the eye can trace, a cloud upon the warrior's face, stealing the cheerful light away, his life is doomed in battle fray. List, brother, to that awful cry, which shout and roar the fiends draw nigh, with thundering beat of many a drum, the savage-hearted giants come. The wise, who value safety, know, to meet prepared the coming blow, in paths of prudence trained aright, they watch the stroke before its might, take thou thine arrows and thy bow, and with the mighty lady go, for shelter to the mountain cave, where thicker trees their branches wave. I will not have thee, Lakshman, say, one word in answer, but obey. By all thy honour for these feet, of mine, dear brother, I entreat. Thy warlike arm I know could smite, to death, these rovers of the night. But I this day would fight alone, till all the fiends be overthrown. He spake, and Lakshman answered not. His arrows and his bow he brought, and then with cedar following hide, for shelter to the mountain side. As Lakshman and the lady drew, the forest to the cave withdrew. It is well, cried Rama. Then he braced, his coat of mail around his waist, when bright as blazing fire upon his mighty limbs the armour shone. The hero stood, like some great light, uprising in the dark of night. His dreadful shafts were by his side, his trusty bow he bent and plied, prepared he stood, the bowstring rang, filling the welkin with the clang. The high-souled gods together drew, the wonder of the fight to view, the saints made free from spot and stain, and bright Gandharva's heavenly train. Each glorious sage the assembly sought, each saint divine of loftiest thought, and filled with chill for Rama's sake, thus they whose deeds were holy spake. Now be it well with Brahmins now, well with the walls and every cow, let Rama in the deadly fray 
the fiends who walk in darkness slay, as he who bears the discus slew the chieftains of the Asur crew. Ten each which Ansius glances viewed, his fellow and his speech renewed. There twice seven thousand giants tend, with impious heart and cruel hand. Here Rama stands by virtue known. How can the hero fight alone? Thus, royal sage and Brahman saint, spirit and virtue free from taint, and all the gods of heaven who rode on golden cars their longing showed. Their hearts with doubt and terror rent, they saw the giant's armament, and Rama clothed in warrior might, fought standing in the front of fight. Lord of the arm, no toil might tire, he stood majestic in his ire, matchless in form as Rudra when, his wrath his fears on gods a man. While gods and saints in close array held converse of the coming fray, the army of the fiends drew near, with sight and sound that counselled fear. Long, loud, and deep their war cry pealed, as on they rushed with flag and shield, each of his proper valour proud, urging to fight the demon crowd, his ponderous bow which warrior tried, and swelled his bulk with martial pride. Mid shout and roar and trampling feet, and thunder of the drums they beat, loud and more loud the tumult went throughout the forest's vast extent, and all the life that moved within the woodland trembled at the din, in eager haste all fled to find some tranquil spot nor looked behind. With every arm of war supplied, on rushing wildly like the tide, of some deep sea the giant host approached, where Rama kept his post. Then he, in battle skilled and tried, bent his keen eye on every side, and viewed the host of Kara face to face before his dwelling place. He drew his arrows forth and reared, and strained that bow which foemen feared, and yielded to the vengeful sway of fierce desire that host to slay. Terrific as the ruinous fire that danced the walls, he glowed in ire, and his tremendous form dismayed the guards who roamed the forest shade. For in the furious wrath that glowed, within his soul the hero showed, like Siva, when his angry might stayed Daksha's sacrificial rite. Like some great cloud on dawn of day, when first the sun upsprings, and over the gloomy mass its ray, a golden radiance flings, thus showed the children of the night, whose mail and chariots trio, which glimpse of bows and armlets bright, flashes of flamy hue. And of Cantos twenty two, twenty three, and twenty four.